Hi everyone and welcome back to the Bible Project Podcast. Our daily working together through the, the entire Bible, but in season two here, we're working through the book of Genesis. I'd remind you that if you just dropped in today, you can always go back to the beginning of season two and pick up the narrative from literally the very first verse of the Bible, Genesis 1-1. The plan is to work through the entire Bible over how many years it takes. If you'd like an introduction and overview to the, the basic books of the Bible, you can go right back to season one and the 66 short episodes, plus a few extra introduction and overviews that give you a short overview and introduction to each and every one of the individual books of the Bible. Anyway, I would remind you that we're picking up here where in this next few episodes, half a dozen or so, we're going to be working through the story of the Tower of Babel. And we're picking up where we left off last time at verse 3, where we see we saw last time that the people moved eastwards onto the plain of Shinar and that they were declared to have settled there. Now, the land of Shinar was near Babylon, which is in modern-day Iraq. Now, many experts believe that Nimrod, who we referred to earlier, is the one who founded the city of Babylon. So it seems likely most believe that Nimrod is the instigator of what's going on in this chapter. And ancient writings outside of the Bible uh, tend to confirm that. So let's pick up the story by reading verses 3 and 4, which says this. They said to each other, come, let us make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They used bricks instead of stone and tar for mortar. Then they said, come, let us build ourselves a city with a tower that reaches up to the heavens so that we can make a name for ourselves. Otherwise, we will be scattered over the whole of the earth. So what they decide to do is to create a tower made from bricks and also to construct a city. Now, this is different to the conventional way of building at that time. The usual way in antiquity at this time was to build with natural stone and place clay in between them. But this time, the declaration is that they want to build a city and within it put a tower that is made out of these man-made bricks instead of the usual way of building with natural stone. This picture, the story paints. You can obviously see there's something here about man. When he wants to build something, he builds by controlling people and by really stressing uniformity. And the difference, of course, is that when God builds something, he does so by using individual people. He does it by using people like you and me. So the intent of this building, this tower for this city is declared to be so that they can make a name for themselves. And that expression, uh, make a name for itself, themselves, well, it basically is what exactly what you think it means. It means that they wanted to become famous. Their motive and their aim for being famous, they were wanting to try and establish a central point that might serve to maintain that sense of single-minded unity across a city-state and, in fact, across a whole nation. And they would do this by creating a place with a representative central societal focus in the form of this tower. So what's going on here? What's wrong with that, you might ask? The people want to be unified and they don't want to be scattered. They want to gather in one place and build a symbol, a symbol of their power heavenward. And then you might ask, well, what's actually wrong with that? 
Well, if we just go back to Genesis chapter 1 and we see what God said to Adam and Eve, do you remember he said he blessed them and he said, I want you to go out and to multiply and to fill and populate the whole earth. That's Genesis 1 verse 28. As a matter of fact, God didn't just say to Adam at that one point in time, he also repeated it again specifically in the story of Noah we covered a few weeks ago in chapter 9. You see, what they're doing and what's going on here is something that is an open defiance to God's instruction and plan for these early people on the earth. These Babylonian builders are arrogantly defying God. In fact, it openly says in the text that they wanted to resist God's plans for the people in spreading throughout the whole earth. But, you know, there's another important element to the building of Star, and you can't help ask yourself the question, is it the fact that it is significant that it declares it wants to reach the heavens? The design itself, as well as the motivation behind it, seems to have some sort of religious significance, doesn't it? Now, many people have concluded that the, the purpose of the tower was, was built for the purpose of religious worship. But many claim that the reference to the top extending to the heavens is very important because it clearly indicates a religious meaning. Right from Martin Luther, no less, right through to today, many, many people teach and understand it that way. And it's worth noticing also that archaeologists in the last couple of centuries have found large tar constructions, the remains of them, along the lines of what are called a ziggurat, which is a sort of wedding cake design, if that makes sense, whereby it has a broad rectangular base or square base, and then smaller stories that sit one on top of the other with multiple stages. Now, these types of towers have been identified from ruins, not only across the Middle East, but in South America, by the way, and they, they were specifically identified there as being of religious nature, so this wasn't just simple disobedience. This was defiance of God at a spiritual, religious le level as well. And some of the towers in South America were identified as places of ritual and even human sacrifice. So this verse openly tells us that the purpose of this tower was declared to be to reach heaven and to enable the people to be unified and not to be scattered around the world in the way that the Lord had said. And this specifically is what I believe causes the Lord to step in at this point. We shall see God step in and his reaction and we shall see what God's reaction is in the next episode. So thanks for joining me and I look forward to us getting together again soon. There's lots of links there if you want to access these podcasts on YouTube or on Facebook or on the main source of them, which is the audio podcast, where you can access not only each of the seasons individually and have them automatically pop up on your phone, but you can also find a link there to the YouTube channel as well. And there's also an opportunity if you want to come on board and help to support this and my other ministries right across the various platforms that I'm using. Anyway, thank you very much and I'll see you next time on the Daily Bible Project podcast. Bye for now.